all the way from beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, by way of Sacramento, California, this is Kings in the North Podcast. And now, the starting two for your listening pleasure. Standing six feet four inches tall at a Jesuit high school, the half-Greek freak, Nick Economy. And standing six feet tall out of McClatchy High School, Big Baller Ben. Kings of the North Podcast is sponsored by Cash Considerations. For donations, hit up our Patreon. Welcome back to Sack Kings in the North Podcast. Uh, bear with us, because this episode is being recorded right after the huge L to the Lakers. Um, and Ben has to deal with the fact that he lost $20. Yeah, so that's the whole thing. That's huge... more than his net worth. Yeah. Big shout out to Dave Galetti down there in LA. You know, lifelong Lakers fan, whatever. But we always do this little... Uh, back and forth on the season series and i think this is the first year in three years that it had the series has not been tied 2-2 as we played four games in the division so a huge shout out to dave um other than that yeah really kind of hating life right now so let's let's, let's, let's dive right in let's look it. back at a 2-2 two and two week it should have been a 4-0 and oh week brooklyn a whole lot of nonsense the only th- redeeming quality of this game was the first quarter. Actually, no. The first three quarters. No, right? I would say, well, we got outscored in the second. But I would say, let me let me scratch that. The only redeeming quality of this game is it seemed to break this curse of a terrible third quarter. Yeah, that's true. Because up until this Laker game, later in the week, every third quarter we played was solid basketball. Um, that led into a god-awful fourth quarter. Where 27 of D'Angelo Russell's 44 points were scored. We gave up a total of 45 points in the fourth quarter. Only scoring 18. Ended up losing the game by two. And I don't know. What would you say? Would you say that this was more frustrating than the blown lead to Phoenix earlier in the season? Why or why not? You know, I've, I've seen a lot of people, I mean, immediately just take that hot take. Worst loss of the year. Yeah. Dave should be fired. No. Tall his fault. <laughs> like, saw that everywhere on Twitter. But, realistically, we didn't... This this isn't as nearly as bad as the, the Suns. Dude, it's... Because at that Suns. time, that Suns game was literally the worst team in the league. And it was completely preventable, where it was just like... And we were Us like, turning it over. Correct. We were just so deep into this playoff mode yeah we were still i think i believe the last actually i do not believe i know the last day Mm -hmm. that we were in eighth you know mathematically because of the games that you know half games and all this stuff yeah win percentage is basically what the kids would say Mm -hmm. february 12th was the last day that we were mathematically in the playoffs yeah so this this sun's game was uh you know early january so the argument to be had is that that you know the immediate effects weren't as bad because we were still in the playoff hunt nearly or over a month later, whereas this one it was really tough because we would have had to go like I think we would have we would have had to go ten and three to the Spurs going two and ten yeah because we had one game in hand as yeah. they would say so yeah there's arguments to be made that this was the worst loss of the season but um, I, I just think that. But the Suns, it's obviously the Suns because yeah. they suck. And and it was like this this game was yeah it was bad defense. It was a couple things, but it wasn't because we just turned the ball over. It was and just, that's what that other game was. I think yeah that's really true. I think it was the Suns game was the classic shooting ourselves in the foot or maybe yeah. both feet. Yeah. And this game was just we could not 
we had one job, yeah. and it was stop D'Angelo Russell from going left. And damn, dude went further left than Bernie Sanders. Dude, so, yeah, dude, <laughs> dude looked like Derek Zoolander out there. Yeah, couldn't go right. That's a good one. So I think this one was, yes. Was it the worst? Who knows? It's, it's up there. We'll say that. For points, because people like talking about that, we had five players in double figures, led by the Rook, the Bagman, because he's money. 28 points in 29 minutes. Yeah, I mean, a combined 55 from him and De'Aaron. Yeah, huge. Really, really great games from them, if it would have been a win. And uh, this this led uh, this kicked off a solid week for Nemanja Bjelica. Mm-hmm. 14 points, 10 boards in 28 minutes. That is uh, something I think Nemanja... You know, next season, who knows? We got him for like a year or two. Three years. Well, two after this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think 14 points is completely doable, especially, I don't know if he's going to be, you know, we can argue about starting lineup later in the episode or later in the season, you know. But I think if Nemanja's going to be getting 24 minutes, mm-hmm. he can put up 14 points. He, oh, yeah. He's a good focal point, you know, he's, like third third option. He's, he's a better pair next to... Marvin, then for sure Willie, and at this point he's trash. Who I'm, I'm, he's gone in my yeah. mind. And and at, I mean at this point also Harry, like just because Harry's defense is so suspect. Yeah, and he just uh, plus I like the bogey Harry pairing. Yeah. And Mar- Marvin and Harry are fun together, and it's the Wet Bandits and everything. But I do like Bielitsa and and Marvin Bagley. Jr. I agree. As well. That's a good call. Um, I mean aside from aside from uh. D'Angelo Russell going off. Not really much to talk about in this game. Really, let's, let's move forward. Yeah, happy to happy uh, to. to to the number, no, the rightful number one, but number three pick, Luka Doncic facing up with the number two pick, Marvin Bagley the third on two Thursday. Yeah, correct. So we had four games this week: Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, this is the same schedule we're gonna have next week. So I don't know what Adam Silver's smoking when he's making these schedules. Seriously, but. Two four-game weeks in the last couple weeks of the season is... They didn't want us in, you know, when they were scheduling the season, they didn't want us in the playoffs, even though they thought we were only going to win 25 games, myself included. Um, so, either way, this one was interesting. We didn't preview it last uh, last week because we, you know, we kind of just forgot. You yeah. know, M- mistakes were made. But this was the uh, return of the... Uh, just Of one Justin Jackson... To Sacramento, it was also Harrison Barnes, his little uh, first game against su- pseudo homecoming, and, and so well, Justin. Jackson, don't forget about Zebo, of course, looking great in that suit. Yeah, really, the uh, what the thirty million dollar babysitter. Yeah, yeah, no, Justin Jackson played real well. I think yeah. he earned a spot on that team for the foreseeable future. Yeah, or or has, and this one just cemented it. He led the team with nineteen points. You know, big shout out to Dirk with three points in thirteen minutes. Um, who knows if he should retire? Dude's, you know, l- looks like dinosaur. he's stuck in quicksand when he's moving up the court. I mean, maybe he just sticks around just to to train Porzingis to be the next Dirk, which would be very fun. Yeah. Um, so let's let's preview the rookie or what's compare compare not preview the there game already happened correct review Re- review <laughs> yeah you know words uh yeah so Luca not your forte words <laughs> Luca thirteen and ten. Let's see what Marvin Bagley had. 22-12. and 12. So, I don't know. Marvin Bagley just looks better in every facet of the game at this point. Yeah. I think Marvin Bagley is on uh, the up, 
the slope upwards and Luca's on the slope downwards as far as the, the production season. this season, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think Marvin being able to miss as many games as he has. Which, this has isn't really even a hot take, is that's what ruined our playoff chances. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. He, uh, the, if we the, had the Marvin, stretch in yeah. January and the, the most recent stretch both really hurt. Because those were winnable games. Even though he only missed about five games earlier this month, those five games were pretty key yeah, to we the... Needed them. To the rest of the season. I mean, because, like, you know, at, at, at one point this week, we're only five and a half back, and then... I mean, that stretch was was when the everybody started pulling away. Correct. So, it was right after the Spurs lost nine straight, and then they won ten straight, and that, it was a whole... That rodeo road trip. Yeah. It was a whole ordeal. It killed us. But, Basically, anyway. this was the... Uh, this was... I would say this was a good... This was an okay start and a, a wonderful finish yeah. to a game. You know, we outscored. I'd rather have that than a, a good start and an okay or shaky finish. Yeah, this was kind of Any the day. opposite of the Brooklyn game, and yeah. we got outscored in the first quarter, and then you know steadily built up a lead and kept it. Yeah, uh, only held them to twenty-two points in the second quarter, twenty-four points in the fourth. So I mean, we only hold them to hundred points, points overall, total. and that was only because there was a couple garbage time baskets. I was really cheering for that. Under 100 game, which is so few and far between this year. But, I mean, a 16-point win, it's at home. You know, the team's ever so solid at home. Yeah. Besides uh, Marvin Bag, this was a huge uh, huge game for Buddy Love. Had 29 points. Yeah. And a solid 16-6 and six for one Harrison Barnes. There was also switching over to the other... Harry on the team. There was a very hairy situation, I'd say. Um, it uh, Harry Giles went down with you know an apparent, as they'd say in the NHL, lower body injury, and everyone speculates it's the seventeenth knee injury this kid's had to face. But no, it's just a they were calling it a thigh contusion, so a bruise. bruise. But um, that ruled him out for well, it took him out of the remainder of this game, and then ruled him out for both the Suns. And the Laker game later in the week. There's, you know, no cause for concern. My question to you, with not a lot of games left and this, all the injuries and yada yada yada, would you rather see him come back and put up some minutes or shut him down for the season? You know, it's just a contusion. Um, it's not like something that's at risk of getting worse. Correct. Like what's a what's a bruise gonna get worse to a worse bruise? Well, I just think it's more like a mental thing. He's just a kind of afraid to do yeah, some stuff. Yeah, that's true. Lands wrong. I, but, I mean, we have what 10, 10 or twelve games left. I think we have, and now it's nine. Nine games left. Might as well get him out there because his biggest problem is that he f- can't play defense without fouling. Correct. And that's just gonna come with minutes. Yeah. So I mean, the more minutes we can get him, even if they're not high pressure minutes, they're gonna be valuable. My my. I, I, I agree with that. My point of view on this matter is if we shut him down, I also would not be mad. Yeah, same. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, there was a tough tough little stretch for him, but I think he'll come back either this season or next better and stronger than ever before. Yeah. I mean, the ceiling is the roof. Yeah, as, exactly. Uh, as one Michael Jordan would say. So, you know, it was a, a good win. Good win overall. Let's, uh, let's move on to Saturday's game against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, so this was the first night of a back-to-back, and it was like a little closer than you'd want it to be against the Suns. And yeah, the I mean, the Suns have been playing well recently, though. They beat, 
They swept the Bucks on the season. They beat the Warriors. But it's still the Suns. But it's still the Suns, exactly. Yeah, big game out of Devin Booker with 32. DeAndre Ayton had 19. And uh, one, Rayshon Holmes had 14 Dude, points. I've, I've been high on Rayshon Holmes. Yeah, no you have I mean, he's, he's a great guy, great player. Played played really well in Philly. Mm-hmm. Now he plays really well for the, the the Suns. So they got a good guy there. Good center. Yeah, this uh this stopped a streak stopped a streak of big games by Bogey against the Suns, his former team of no games played. Yeah. Only had six points in twenty two minutes. You know, whatever. We got the win. We had five players in double figures, led by Buddy Love's twenty five. There was also a uh, co leader with uh, Harrison Barnes twenty five. Yeah, really good, really good games out of both of them. And look at one Nemanja Bielitsa with 13 and 17. Like we said, this guy's, you know, he shows up, he does work, he gets dirty. One one thing that I would just like to point out. What a god-awful game for Willie Cauley-Stein. Yeah, really bad. Three points, zero boards in 18 minutes. And, like, there was a stint of, like, foul trouble, but it was mainly because he just wasn't productive is why think, he wasn't in. Think, think about being seven feet tall. Playing for almost half the game and getting zero rebounds. It's just bad. You could just stand somewhere and you'll get a rebound off just like a, a weird bounce. I know. I think, I, for me, it's at the point where I'm tired of the, you know, the classic will they, won't they. Will, yeah. will he show up? I don't care anymore. So, yeah, you know, if he's not showing up during a contract year, he's not going to show up during a non-contract year. I mean, yeah, and the, the thing is, everyone's like, he runs the floor, he does this and that for the fast pace of the team, but it's like, you know, so does every other big these days. I, I don't know. We, we can get I mean, something he is better. faster, but he's not... I mean, like, Bagley's just as fast. Giles might be a half a step slower, but he's not that much behind. It's not like he's Bielitsa, yeah. who's really slow, but, like, but Bielitsa but valuable in his floor. own way. Exactly. Either way, Cauley Stein, we've seen enough. Yeah, get him out of here. I, I'm, yeah, that's. I'm, I'm, I'm off of Cauley Stein Island. Yeah, no. I sold my. The, sold my I stake. say the first month. Yeah, the first month of the year, I was like, you know, this guy works with his team because m- more, more or less, it was just fun to win, and he was starting. So it's like, let's yeah. lump everyone in. Well, he also had a, a really, a, a couple just strings of like. 12, 14, 16 point games. Yeah, along with just, double digit boards, but yeah. it's just like games like this. Where it's you know, a game we you sh- should be dominating. Yeah, I mean you're you're playing a rookie, or Richwan Holmes, who I mean, is the best defensive player, but you're starter in the league. You should be able to put up at least ten points. I mean, like e- even the homie Costakufus came in with four points, four boards. Yeah, see, so that's... you really can't. I mean, Willie, that's just yeah, that's just get him sorry. Out of here. So so that's anyway. the Suns final score, one twelve, one oh three. Yeah, last little note about this one. Uh, it was the number one versus the number two, Aiton versus Bagley. And Aiton did little outshining with uh, 19 points, 11 boards, to Marvin's 16 and 11. Yeah, I th- I'd say basically... They, They're very even. I, I, would, I wouldn't say they canceled each other out because Marvin played a lot better defensively than DeAndre Aiton did. He kind of... You know, he looks lost and he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Or... I mean, I... I think Marvin has more help on defense as well. Correct. Which makes it a little easier to help off ball and do whatever. But that that team is just really dysfunctional, even with Aiton and how good he can be. They just don't know how to use him right. And Seven they... foot Adonis with a 40 inch vertical? Yeah. Seriously. The next, uh, next David Robinson. Yeah. 
But, uh... So, this is, uh... If you don't have anything else, this is actually my last point here. Is a very familiar sight to these Kings fans. We had a Jimmer Fredette in the NBA sighting. Yeah. And nothing's changed. He was terrible. It didn't get too many minutes. Only four, but no points. So, maybe maybe it wasn't DeMarcus that just, you know... Scared him, ran him out of town. We'll come back later with uh, Jim with Jim infor- information on that and some league news. But uh, for now, let's move on to the yeah. the Lakers game of Sunday night. Frustrating, really frustrating, to say the least. We we were shooting like twenty percent in the first quarter, turned on a little bit in the second to go up one at half, and then. I don't know what the deal was the first five minutes of the third quarter, but yeah, they just a huge fourteen zero run, no defense. Nothing out of the Kings. So, for, the only redeeming quality of that quarter is we didn't give up 40 points, but we were about as close as you and, get. And we scored almost 30. It's not like we had a... It, like, on paper, it doesn't look bad. But if you watch the game, you know it was just, like, yeah. momentum and everything was gone. In the yeah, first. no, there were a lot of sequences in the fourth quarter that could have gone differently. The Bogdan Bogdanovich three-pointer with, like... What thirty seconds left, and then yeah. Bogdan Bogdanovich inbound violation, yeah. which and we looked, thought counting here at home was it was right, right on the line, right at five yeah. seconds, and we were thinking if they're if they're lenient with LeBron's steps over the over the line, all types of stuff, lane violations, inbound violations, as travels. far as steps, travels. It's like I don't know. It's got to be like. Six and a half. Can't wait to see the last two minute report on this one. It's got to be like six and a half is what's realistically to get the ball in. Yeah. I mean, if the NBA like wants people to watch these games and they're giving leeway in every other facet of the game. Yeah. Except this one time where we get screwed over. Or or when the dude's just getting that foul called for breathing. Yeah. Breathing and fine dining. You know, it's pretty bad. <laughs> exactly. Good reference. So, you know, it, it's a really frustrating loss, especially because the Lakers are trying to lose and the Kings are somewhat trying to win, and they don't pull LeBron in the last 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah, this is just one step further for the Lakers to get Zion, so it's yeah. not all bad. We could have, we could have, if, if we would have won and beaten the Lakers, we would have sent them to their, to, to sub 500. So for LeBron's first sub five hundred season since I think two thousand six, yeah, I mean they're gonna go sub five. I don't know what you mean mathematically. Yeah. Mathematically, it would have would have shocked them in. They're already mathematically eliminated from playoff contention, which that, happened earlier in the week thanks to D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, that's a nice little, full circle. Yeah, it, really interesting, and I'll I want to get into that a little bit more yeah. in the old league news. We'll get there later. But as far as statistics go. Marvin Bagley led the team with 25. Bogdan did have one of his better games in the he past had a hot couple, couple months. Yeah, he had 12 in the fourth, 17th yeah. total. Yeah. Um, Buddy was all right. You know, he hit some big shots at the end, the end of the game. I think, yeah, De'Aaron was more effective than his nine points, you know, showed. He had yeah. four assists, six boards. Uh, I believe he had two steals, three steals. A, a lot of them were those, that ball hawk and safety type mm-hmm. steal. Mm-hmm. So, again, this is this is uh, this was a tough one. I don't really get it. Why we're so bad at Staples? It really doesn't make sense. Yeah, this locks us in for zero wins at Staples. Yeah, this I know. And so, it just seems like 
I don't know. Some bad juju there. Yeah. It's the ghost of uh, Jerry Buss. Yeah. Taunting the Kings. Exactly. Yeah. LeBron somehow magically hits free throws. Harkening, harkening back to Shaq yeah, in the seriously. in the old old days, stepping over the line on every free throw attempt. LeBron is is still he he doesn't look the same. He's not the same LeBron of years past. I would agree. He did have a triple double though. But he did he did have a triple double. But it's it's much more of a it's much more of a Rondo triple double yeah. than a Westbrook triple double. Yeah, you know I like that. I like so. That. It, he, he is he washed? Uh, maybe, but is he like? Carmelo washed, not quite. No. He can still be impactful, but he's not the player he used to be. Yeah. The uh, just one last thing, the uh, Kings killer Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Like that's a nice fun alliteration. Fire. Came out with uh, twenty nine points, and I, I really don't get the defensive strategy on Kyle Kuzma. I mean, he's pretty solid shooter. Played him well in the fourth. Correct. Did not play him well. In the, the second or the third quarter yeah. at all, where the bulk of his points came. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really all I got to say. It was just all around terrible week, I yeah. would say. Yeah, it was just disappointing. Yeah. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. No, I'm mad. But well, I can yeah. be mad and disappointed. You know, well, I'm, I'm like the king's mom. I'm not yeah. mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to next week. Hopefully, a better week. We have four games. Again. Yeah. And uh, the first two are at home. No, sorry. The first two are on the road. Actually, they're all on the road. Yeah, we a got lot. the five. Game. What am I doing? Yeah, it's a five-game uh, road trip. Yeah, which was kicked off by the uh, Lakers loss. Lakers loss. Another nice little alliteration. alliteration. Uh, but so Tuesday we got the Mavs again. This is at their home court, where they're statistically a tad better, but not you not know good. an insane amount because they're still trash. And so. it's the return of Harrison Barnes and possibly Caleb Swanigan. You know, if he gets the call up. But I just I just uh, heard today that your Stockton Kings have made the G League playoffs. They did. So Also some great jerseys coming out of Stockton. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. They have a yeah. Super Mario-themed jersey. See, that, I think that's what the G League's all about. Yeah. You know, the guys had the SpongeBob jerseys. One of them had the Flint Tropics jerseys. Mm. You know, it's, it's a great time down in the G League. And yeah. tickets are pretty cheap. So yeah, get think, out there. Get to Stockton. No, yeah. If you're, don't get shot. Exactly. If you're, you know, anywhere close to uh, the Stockton area and you want to see some, you know, quote-unquote Kings basketball, um, get out there. Because they said tickets are like 13 bucks, and, you know, who knows? Stars of the future, probably not, but... Beers are probably cheap, too. That's true. And, yeah, if you're going, get rowdy. Because that actually th- does sound pretty fun. Yeah, for um, sure. So the Mavericks, you know the drill. We just went over that. So now the Pelicans. Who knows what Anthony Davis is going to do? This who knows if he'll on, even play? That's what, that's what I was just about to say. Good call. Game's on Thursday, and uh, this is always a fun one for Buddy Love, former team. Yeah, huge return there. Oh, one other thing we forgot to say about the Phoenix game was, well, we can say, we'll leave this, this that we'll leave this for the uh, the team news. So, hold that thought. We got a, we got a whole week of returns because it continues on Saturday against the Rockets when Amon Shumpert returns to play. Us, the Kings. Yeah, the Rockets in Houston. Though. Yeah, the Rockets are kind of on their uh, their upward slope as well. Yeah, and except for when James Harden drops sixty and loses. Yeah, well, that that does tend to happen with that team. Yeah. So that game's on Saturday. That's three p.m. start. So look out for that little early start time. And finally, we have the Spurs on Sunday with Rudy Gay. 
another former king yes. to wrap up the week of returns. Yeah, so that's actually that's a, that's an interesting uh, interesting week as far as former, current, past, future. What you know? Yeah. Who what knows? To, you know? Where are we when James Harden signs with the Kings? Yeah. Future king, <laughs> James Harden. <laughs> uh, I'll pass. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I'd probably take James Harden. Why not? Um, basically. This matchup versus the Spurs is, I think, a good little gauge of how this team finishes the season. Yeah. We were undefeated against the Spurs this season 2-0. and We've won one game at Golden 1 Center and one game at wherever the hell they play where there's bats. Isn't it Mech Arena or something? No, it's... Or where is Heck? It? No, it's... Um, what is he... What is it? No, this is going to kill me. Because this is where LeBron got the cramps and the bats... AT&T Center. Yeah, I, okay, I knew that. Yeah, we all knew it. The phone carrier. You knew it, I knew it, we all knew it. Yeah. So, anyway, we uh, we, we if we win that one, I think we, we'll finish strong, and if we lose that one, we're going to probably lose out, because we have some tough games except for the Cavs. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, this one was also interesting looking looking ahead a little bit, because there was still like a, a puncher's chance, as they'd say, to make the playoffs if we would have won a... A crap load of games, and the Spurs would have uh, lost. Proverbially, um, themselves. Yeah. And so, basically, this one would have uh, done a whole lot to swing that full game as yeah. the Spurs are currently, you know, that last playoff seed. Because somehow the Clippers are just super raw. They're like about to be, probably ending like fifth. Yeah. Currently, they're sixth. The Jazz are there as well. I mean, really, all of the playoff teams have had a really good month. Yeah. And everybody who's not in playoff position has embraced the tank. Yep. And we're in that weird position where we're not in the playoffs, but we shouldn't embrace the tank because we don't have a pick. Yeah, because we're not helping Boston yeah. Philly. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. Dude, I'm sick, I'm sick and tired of those two teams. Seriously. Although one of them's going to beat the Bucks, So <laughs> watch yeah. out for that. If so, anyone's going to beat the Bucks, it's not either. It's the Warriors. Yeah, So, so that's the it's four. It's the Bucks. The Bucks yeah. will beat themselves. That's true. Um, yeah, so that's the four games. Which so, leads us into the wonderful segment that is also everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite segment. What city, what song. So, the Mavericks, Dallas. We just did it, which yeah. uh, is kind you of don't tough. Remember. Ice Ice Baby, great one. Don't so, remember what I picked. So, it wasn't who, important. Who knows? Who knows? But, Dallas. Um, Meatloaf's from the, the Dallas area, Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah. So, I'm picking Bad Out of Hell. Cause, I think I might have picked that earlier in the season. Really? Who knows? Well, That's why we need the intern. Yeah, yeah. If you're interested, email us at kingsinthenorthpod at gmail.com. I thought you picked I, I Would Do Anything for Love, but I won't do Maybe. that. Maybe. Maybe it was I, that. No, I'm pretty sure. All I know is it was me. Okay, well, either way, I'm picking the other one. Yeah. If it's not that, it's the other one. This is why we need the intern. Yeah. Email us. We can get you college credits. We can't, but we'll say that we can. Uh, anyway, for mine, I went with a more contemporary Dallas artist, Post Malone. Oh, yeah. Good one. Uh, right with the hit Better Now because mm, it's just always on the radio. Yeah. A lot of good songs from Post. Right, um, that's, that's pretty fun. Moving forward to New Orleans, I went with another early 2000s classic. Lil Romeo, My Baby, <laughs> with the Michael Jackson sample. Yeah. To may- maybe too soon? We don't know. Yeah. But either way. Maybe too late. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, Noah, I'm picking Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., a.k.a. Lil Wayne. A.k.a. Young Tunchi. A.K.A. Wheezy, F-Baby, and the F's were phenomenal. So I'm picking Stunt Like My Daddy. This off his dual album with Birdman. Damn. But you know what? I'm picking the remix. It's not on Spotify, so the intern's going to need to 
do that YouTube to MP3. Yeah, picking the Lion King remix. Oh, good one. Something like Mufasa. Yeah. So that's just a classic. All right. Well, you forgot the best nickname, Young Money. Oh, of course. Can't can't forget that. Yep. Anyways, moving on to Houston. Eustace. You know, earlier in the season we went with failure to launch. Looks like they've gotten up off the ground. So I forgot uh, about that. That was a good one. We'll we'll go with, you know, one of the biggest names out of Houston currently. That's not James Harden. Travis Scott. Mm. So uh, I went with uh, Goosebumps. That's you know, a classic. Just a great song. Yeah. Gets that... you hyped every time you hear it. Whether it's a department store or a, <laughs> really another game. Yeah. So. All right, Houston. I'm picking Chameleon Air. Good one. And I'm picking Good Morning because oh. Riding Dirty's like the greatest I, it's, song it's, in history. It's great. But I'm picking Good Morning because this is a nice tribute to Tom Petty, which the song's oh, sampled from. All right. Um, and, yeah. And to wrap it up, San Antonio, as as we said last time we did San Antonio, we've expanded it to Austin because San Antonio low-key sucks at music development. <laughs> music. Yeah, just music in general. Yeah. You know, that's what Texas is. It sucks. So, uh, I went with Janis Joplin from Austin. Uh, and her hit, Me and Bobby McGee. Yeah. Me and JaVale McGee. Yeah, basically. Classic. All right, San Antonio. I haven't picked country music, so I'm getting back to my, or in a while, so I'm getting back to my roots, picking George Strait, who has, I looked this up, because I knew, like, this stat in the back of my mind. Yeah. The most number one singles of any Uh-oh. artist ever, and guess how many? 12? 60. Wow. It's actually crazy. No. Holy hell. So, this is, uh, I believe this is a, a, a 90s straight as opposed to the 80s straight, oh. which is, you know, I, I'd say a little more unpolished. It's not as, uh, every, you know, everyone's a banger kind yeah. of deal. Yeah. So, I think 90s George Strait is literally every song's a hit. And I'm yeah. picking, I can still make Cheyenne. It's like kind of that sad, sweet power ballad melody. And it's actually based on this dude, and I can't remember his name, but I'll look it up and get back to you next week. But he was a bull rider who actually died oh. in a rodeo in Cheyenne. Dude, rip. Yep. Rip to that dude. I'm pretty sure his last name was Frost. Either way, it's not mentioned in the song, so that's why I don't remember. But, yeah, George Strait, I can still make Cheyenne. So, that's all. Dallas, New Orleans, Houston, San Antonio. Wow. Four games. Too many. Until next week, when we have a whole new set of cities and a whole new set of songs for you. And if you want to intern with us, yeah, send we, us an email. We need that intern. Literally, all you have to do is make a playlist of all these songs and check all the times I say some nonsense and it's wrong. Yeah, we need we need who's Fact the guy checker. who's the guy in Pardon the Interruption? Always oh, tells him at the end yeah, of the reality or whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. We need him. He yeah. also hosts around the horn. Yeah, that's true. Same guy. Oh yeah. Tony Reality? Is that his name? Something like that. Something like that. We need our own reality. Get in here. Send us the resume. Anyway, let's uh let's get into team news. Um yeah. In team news, not a whole lot. We we mentioned uh, Harry Giles bumping the, the leg, and we haven't mentioned this. We should have mentioned it earlier. But no, we, we were waiting. We told we, you to we hold that it. thought. Congrats to one Buddy Love, Chivano Rainier, healed. Is it Junior or no? I don't know. Who knows? Either way, the Bahamian Bombardier yep. uh, lived up to his name by breaking one Pedrag Stoyakovich's... Uh, Team, not league, because that's just too yeah. poo crazy. Team three point record. So yeah, this record was pages from two thousand four, where he broke his own record from one of the uh, three point line shortened seasons 
when they they took the three point line in, I think two feet or a foot and a half, yeah, or whatever to make it like a college three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, good for Buddy. Hope he's on the team as long as Peja was, and I hope that he doesn't have to end his career on a team like the Hornets, like Peja did. Yeah, and I think the other thing that's uh, kind of like we were saying, it's very impressive with the the uh, the deep three. Yeah, the extended the extended three, three is. It's just nuts. I think another thing. This is this was this is actually my question, or my thought process that led into a question. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see the uh, the disbandment, if that's a word? See, this mm-hmm. is why we need an intern. I don't know yeah. if that's a word. Get into Basically, reality. would you like to see the three point line be cut off at the at the sidelines? So there's no short corner three. The Euro three. Correct. Yeah. Oh, good call. Yes. Yeah. Like I actually really like that. Yes, I love it. And I mean the corner three's trash. I mean it, it is fun because no, it, it just increases scoring and everybody loves points. No, I'm like that old guy at the Y, dude. The three sucks. Alright, grandpa. It's frustrating. It's it's great. Like I love when Bogey or Buddy or Bielitsa pulls up from 30 feet, it's great. But there's something to be said about there's there's only like fifteen players in the league. So they should be allowed to shoot the three. Here's another thing that would actually happen with that. Um, it would actually like kind of clog the paint a little more. Which is fine. You know, it, it is, but it's also just going to lead us to like 2004 basketball. Perfect! Nobody wants that. Nobody wants teams scoring 89 points a game. Oh, I love... Dude, man, the 2004 Pistons? That's like... Oh, Lord! Yeah. Remember how boring some of those series were? A little bit, but yeah. I, all I remember is just like... Teams just clobbering each other. The yeah, only way think about how boring basketball well, would be if, in, if today's if they can't right. score and they can't clobber each other. Today's rules. We gotta go like it's like, just gonna be everybody shooting. Like deep back to three. the future. We have to go back. No, seriously. Okay, that's a good call. I think you gotta overhaul the rule book and there, not there's have a so video many on nonsense calls. There's a video on YouTube about how hand checking actually didn't make defenses better and teams scored less. After hand che- hand checking was eliminated in two thousand three mm. or two thousand four, something like that. Okay. So uh, check that out on YouTube. Forget who made it, but it is really interesting. Um, watched it earlier this week. It's like twenty minutes long. Yeah. But if you're a Down. real basketball yeah. nerd, you're in. That's tight. Uh, the final piece of team related news: Jimmer Fredette signed a two year contract uh, with the Phoenix Suns this week with a second year. Team option. Dude sucks. The second year is actually just next year, so realistically, it's uh, almost an over-glorified 10-day. He signed through the rest of this season, and more than likely, the Phoenix Suns will cut him or send him to the G League. Damn straight. I actually heard... Let me know what you think about this. This is like a, a legitimate question, not an opinion. Yeah, question. yeah. I heard that there was some contract dispute with the Shanghai Sharks mm-hmm. and that he wasn't going to be allowed to play this season and they only let him over for, like, quote-unquote, cash considerations. How did that work? Like, do you know? or It'd it just be part of, like, basically it's a buyout. Oh, okay, that makes so sense. So they're buying out. Like, yeah, okay, that makes or, sense. Or think about it in, uh, in I, terms I just of Premier League. I just thought it was some... Some shady uh, no, dealing. It's, it's the release clause, oh, basically. It. It's yeah, you know, it's, it's they're like, still in their season. It's like uh, European football. Yeah, of course. The, the release clause that makes sense. So, oh, that's, that's what it is because they're still in their season. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's, that makes complete sense. Where, whereas the Bogut one, when he went back to the Warriors yeah. a couple weeks ago, correct? They had just finished their season, I think, mid February, maybe early March, and he Bogut was the MVP of the Which Australian basketball. Wild at like almost forty. 
crazy. So uh, the Aussies, yeah, that's low. why they they didn't have to pay it. But okay, that makes so. sense. Okay, that explains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, we learn th- new things every day. Having this been is... to Shanghai, their season actually starts like now, and it finishes in in like June or July. So it's, it's a ha- it's a short season. They get paid a lot. It's it's weird. But so they're taking advantage of the off season like the XFL should have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's it. That's all for team news. For league news, yeah, nice segue. Huge, uh, huge news this week in the terms of eliminations. Another few teams pushed to the brink, with the Lakers being eliminated. Everybody's happy about that. Pretty tight. I don't think there's a single fan base outside of LA that is frustrated about the Lakers missing the playoffs, unless your name is Adam Silver. Yeah, true. And uh, another team, the Milwaukee, or not Milwaukee, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, one of those other random-ass yeah, teams. Could be in the East, but they aren't. Yep. Uh, also eliminated at the same night that the Lakers were eliminated. Yeah, and like we said, uh, this was at the hands of D'Angelo Russell, yep. so that was just a fun little thing for him. Coming full circle. After torching us the day before. Uh, if you missed it, I think on Twitter, uh, Wo- not Woj, Wob. Yeah, the other no, one. He's the one that's uh, he's a big Knicks fan, but also just kind of a meme account about basketball. He posted a video called uh, "The Lakers Shining Moment." Yeah, this so this is great. So if you watch college basketball, you know it is March Madness, which this is about to be a huge segue in a minute to my bracket, which is in the 99th percentile. People. Yeah, killing it over here. But uh, if you watch the March Madness after the final. They always show one shining moment with all the like best parts, you know, Sister Jean's in it, all the best parts of everybody's listen, favorite listen, parts. Listen to this. When, when, when my dad passes away, let's hope that's in another 50, 60 years. Yeah. At his funeral, Love he, you, John. he wants a one shining moment with the song. Like, he wants a recap. Jesus. It's gold. It's, what, I think, what is it going to be? Him getting the new knee? Yeah, I think... the one <laughs> Coming thing, out of surgery? The, like... Obviously, my dad's got a Winning couple... Winning 400 bucks at the casino? True. <laughs> Don't tell Gail. Yeah, really. Uh, my dad's got a couple sports higher on the totem pole with basketball, but that was just something we, we'd we always bond over as college b-ball. So what what I've learned from him is you got to have the bracket. you got to duct tape it to a piece of cardboard. Yeah, yeah. so and, you can frame it if you win. Yeah, and you, so you got that easy access. you got to sign it. Basically, this is, uh, this is league news bleeding into... Uh, Basketball news. NCAA news. World news for basketball. Basically, the first two rounds are over. Duke, by the was it the skin or the hair of the their, skin of their skin teeth. of their teeth. That's the term. Dodged a real bullet. Yeah, and that so, dude that's a million feet tall. Yep. So uh, Zion Williamson gets to continue his magical run before he's drafted, probably by the Knicks, and ruins his career. Yeah. But basically, we're looking at. All four number one seeds still in it. Michigan's still in it. That's who I picked to win it because you you have to, as LeVar Ball says, you got to speak it into existence. So for those of you who care, I got, like I said last week, Michigan, North Carolina in the final. I'm in the 99th percentile, so I would listen to me. Um, You know, I'm gold. This is actually great. I could win some solid moolah because I took my, my dad's got this big pool. With all his buddies from high school and whatnot back in New York. And he has three brackets and one of them is my picks. Wow. So. What an honor. It's not actually in first currently, but it's in fifth. 
Yeah, behind the dude that's missed what two, two or three two picks. Yeah, so yeah, the guy's crazy two picks. All right, back, four days. back to the NBA. Yeah, uh, other other league news. LeBron is missing the playoffs for the first time since 2006, I believe. Yeah, 2005. 2005. And this will be the worst record, I mean, the earliest at least, that a LeBron-led team has been eliminated from the playoffs ever because the other two times that he has missed playoffs, they were one game back, so it came down to the final day, and uh, the other time tied. they lost on a tiebreaker. Yeah. So, so it came also down came down to the final day. Final day, but literally like the final minute. Yeah. So uh, for for everybody that's not a Lakers fan, we did it. No, this is crazy too because this is like if you just look back at all the wonderful moments of LeBron's career, you got the time he scored like thirty straight against the Pistons and all the battles mm-hmm. with Boston. Yeah, and the, then the titles in Miami, and then blocked by James. Yeah, and the game six in Boston. It's it's crazy. It's yeah. like it's really nuts. I mean, the last time this guy didn't make the playoffs, we were we were on MySpace and used flip phones, and there was no such thing as social media for LeBron to even black out from anyway. Yeah, and so he was like what three years removed from high school. Yeah, I mean so, he was like twenty, and yeah. so and now he's like about to turn what like thirty four. He was Jason Tatum. Now he's Paul Pierce. Pretty he's much. Old. Pretty much. So so it just you know. It's, One it's, part of your childhood leaves, and then you get to be happy because the Lakers missed the playoffs. We're obviously in the decline. Yeah. Uh, it's the twilight. Maybe not... The sun's not going all the way down, but it's starting to set. Yeah, it's late sure. afternoon. Yeah, it's it's hitting 4.30, for yeah. sure. So, uh, yeah. Au revoir to the Lakers. Yeah. Gone fishing, as they'd say on Inside the NBA. Yeah. So, uh, that's about it for league news. Yeah. All right, because uh, every team's played about 72 games or more, which means we're really into that, you know, that final lap. The hunt. Yeah, the hunt for the playoffs. And because we're, you know, in the seeding and the ranking and the picking mood because of March Madness, we decided to pick the first round playoff matchups. Um, we're going to, right now, we're just going to give them to you. We're going to get you guys out of here. Um, and then later we will recap this next week or the week after. Probably actually when they're just yeah when it, they're finalized. I think two and a half weeks. Yeah, I think the last game is the tenth. Yeah, it so is. yeah, the two so and a half last days the tenth. Almost from today. All right, so the East for the first round, I'm picking Bucks, Magic, Raptors, Heat, Sixers, Nets, Celtics, Pacers. That's the Celtics with home court. Um, against the Pacers. So what's your East? Pretty close. I have uh, Milwaukee at the one playing the Miami Heat. Uh, Toronto at the two playing the Nets. Philadelphia at the three playing the Pistons. And number four, Indy playing the Celtics. Um, the only place that we really differentiated was that I have the Pistons and you have the Magic. Yeah, and the Magic currently are two games back, so I'm just hoping it's wishful thinking. Yeah, they, they could definitely make it. I just the, the Pistons have been one of the hottest teams the last month and yeah. a half. And the no Nets more, have struggled. And no more analysis. On to the yeah. West. That's it. All right, so first round at one at eight. Nuggets, Clippers, Warriors, Spurs. Blazers, Jazz, Rockets, Thunder. That's the Rockets with home court against Oklahoma City. 
So we have really similar matchups because I have Warriors Spurs as well, with number two being the Nuggets playing Jazz, mm. number three being the Rockets playing the Thunder, and number four being the Clippers playing Portland, which would be a very interesting series. I kind of just did this on who I wanted to see play each other. Yeah, pretty solid. So yeah, we'll get back to you in you know two ish weeks and, time, and we'll see who's more accurate. We'll see who's more accurate, and then from there we'll do a full breakdown of the playoffs, which, barring some sort of Kevin Durant ankle break, I was gonna say biblical miracle that yeah. <laughs> the Warriors won't win. All right, um, that's really it for this week. Yeah, thanks for listening again. If you if you've listened this far and you like what you're listening to. Please Which let is a any, long shot. Yeah. Please let any and all Kings fans in your life uh, know about our podcast and grab their phone, steal it from them, and download it on their phone. We really appreciate yeah. it. We condone theft. Yeah, 100% condone. So, thank you again for listening. Tune in next week. We'll see you then. Go Kings.